0: book of Luke chapter number 7 verse 35 and Genesis chapter 46 verse 12 I had somebody come up to me this morning and they gave me a hundred dollar bill and they said I want to give the first hundred dollar bill for a brass plate a point zero to put at the altar of the new building and so uh, if, if you all want to give to it you can if not we'll buy a hundred dollars worth Amen. Luke 7, 35. If you found it, say, praise the Lord. But wisdom is justified of all her children. Wisdom is justified of all her children. Genesis 46 and 12. Genesis 46 and 12. If you found it, say amen. Amen. I'm thankful for all this technology, but I sure like hearing Bible pages turn. I guess it's the old man in me. They were singing that Jesus, I love you. Somebody years ago sang Rogaine, I love you. They said, I couldn't imagine having no hair. I didn't write it, but I have sang it. Genesis 46 and 12, and the sons of Judah, look at somebody and tell them the sons of Judah. And the sons of Judah, Ur and Onan, and Shelah, and Farez and Zerah. And the sons of Judah, Ur and Onan. Sheila, and Farez and Zira. I want to preach for a while tonight on the subject, the sons of Judah. Lord, I pray God, add your anointing into this place. In the name of Jesus, I pray for a demonstration of your spirit. I pray for a manifestation of the Holy Ghost here. I pray that you would confirm your word in this place tonight. I pray, God, let a divine anointing from heaven rest on this house. God, let fire from heaven's altar be poured out on our altar. God, let fire from heaven's altar be poured out on our hearts and our souls. I pray, Lord Jesus, do something that only you can do the way that only you can do it. Lord, we're leaning to you for an outpouring of your spirit tonight. In the name of Jesus. And everybody said praise the Lord. Give the Lord a hand clap of praise tonight. And lift your voice and shout with the voice of triumph in the house of the Lord tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name, you can be seated. Jesus made a very simple statement in Luke 7.35. Wisdom is justified of her children. that is committed to prayer. You can judge a church not by its preacher and not by its music, but you can judge a church by its prayer room. You look at a church that's committed to prayer and you'll find a church that's having revival and changing lives and reaching people. I don't have to justify faithfulness to church. You look at the lives and the families of people who are faithful And faithfulness justifies itself. Amen. I don't have to justify tithing. You look at people who are faithful in their giving, and tithing justifies itself by what it produces in the life of the people that do it. The point is clear you can judge something by what it produces, by its offspring. It will produce after its kind, and it will prove itself. In preaching, it's often pointed out that the name Judah means praise. I preached about it this morning. I'm preaching about it again tonight. Judah was named by his mother, Leah, who had many struggles and trials in her life, despised by her husband. She tried to get everybody to like her. She tried to get attention. She tried to be seen and tried to be heard. And she named her first three children after those attempts to find some kind of peace and recognition. After three failed attempts to carve out a place in the man of her life, she decided that it was good enough to have a place with the God of her life. And so she gave birth to her fourth son, and she named him Praise and decided, I'm not waiting on somebody else's approval. I'm just going to praise God and move on with my life. (laughs) Amen. Everything is justified by its offspring. Wisdom is justified by what it produces. Tithing. Faithfulness, prayer are justified by what they produce. And I'm here to tell you tonight as well that Judah is justified by what it produces in the life of the praiser. Praise is justified by what it produces in the life of those who praise God. I'm preaching that people who give birth to praise in their life will find its value in what it produces down the line after they praise. Hallelujah. Amen. I, I, am, I am preaching tonight about the sons of Judah because Judah produced some offspring. Genesis 46 and 12 said the sons of Judah are Ur and Onan and Shelah and Pharez and Zerah. Judah gave birth to five sons. These five sons, his offspring, they are what praise produced. The first thing, the first one that praise produced was a young man by the name of Ur. Ur comes from a Hebrew root word that means to awaken or to open the eyes. Can I tell you, that the first thing that praise produces in somebody's life is an awakening. Amen. It opens people's eyes to the majesty and the power of God. Praise opens the eyes of the praiser. Too many times people focus their eyes on their circumstances, on their obstacles, on their problems, on their trials on their tribulations, on their hurts. But one of the great things that praise produces in the life of a worshiper is it opens people's eyes to the majesty and the glory of God. You cannot truly praise God and still be focused on your problems and your trials and your situations. Praise opens the eyes of the praiser. I challenge somebody that all you see in your life is trial and trouble and anguish and pain and anger. And I challenge you to turn your eyes to heaven and just begin to praise God because one of the things that praise will produce in your life is it will open your eyes. Oh, hallelujah. If you're having trouble with vision tonight, you ought to just start praising God because praise produces open eyes. If you're having trouble seeing the majesty and the power of God, you ought to just begin to praise him because praise produces open eyes. It will open your eyes to a whole new realm. Amen. Praise opens the eyes of the praiser. You cannot really praise God and still see the devil as in charge. Amen. You know what I found out? That people that are always at odds with other people are people that generally, when it comes to a praise service, they sit there like a bump on a log because they never allow the Spirit of God to open their spiritual eyes and get them connected to what God's trying to do. You want me to tell you what I find out? I found out that people that don't praise God are people whose faith is low because if they'll ever begin to praise God, it will produce something in their life. It'll open their eyes to a God that is able to do exceeding abundantly. Oh, I wish somebody'd praise him right now. Exceeding abundantly above all. Praise opens the eyes. It's one of the offspring. It's one of the results of praise. The second thing that all, the second offspring of praise was a boy by the name of Onan. The name Onan in Hebrew means to be strong, it means strength. Can I tell you that the next thing that praise produces in somebody's life is praise produces strength. Have you ever gone into a trial and you didn't know if you could make it? You didn't think you could get through, but somehow you found a way to praise God in the middle of your trial, and you made it through when you didn't think you could make it. You made it through when you knew in yourself you didn't have the strength to survive, but as you begin to praise God, praise produces strength. I'm telling some people tonight, you let me speak to your heart. There's some people going through some stuff in this place tonight. You're fighting hell, and you're fighting hell hard. I'm going to tell you, don't ever give up your praise, because that praise produces a strength. You're an overcomer, as long as you worship the Lord. I wish somebody would praise him right now. Somebody that feels weak ought to just lift your hand and praise him somebody whose faith is weak you ought to just begin to worship him because praise produces strength it's one of the natural offspring of praise is that strength comes from praise thank god that judah had a son that told us that strength comes from the worshiper i'm looking around this building right now And I'm looking at people that over the years that I've been here, it's hard to believe. It's hard to believe that I first preached here in 1991. That's, yeah, a long time ago. It's hard. It's hard for me to believe that I've been back here now for 19 years or so. Now that's a lot of life that we've lived together. And I look around this room and I see people that have gone through trials and problems. Some of you have faced terrible tragedy, some of you have had your families ripped apart. Some of you got terrible diagnoses from the doctor and you didn't know how you were gonna make it. Some of you faced terrible financial difficulties. Some of you, we rushed to the hospital in the middle of the night to pray over your bed because the doctor didn't know if you could make it. we stood by you in terrible tragedies and trials and I see that you're still here when you didn't think you had what it took to make it somehow because you're a worshiper. God gave you the strength to make it through. There's something powerful that's produced in the life of a praiser. Somebody ought to praise him right now. Because your strength, your strength doesn't come by watching. Your strength comes by worshiping. Oh, I wish somebody'd praise him. I wish somebody that feels a little under, a little bit under, a little bit weak we just find a way. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. I'm here to tell somebody there is a strength from God that's going to be breathed into this room tonight. There is a strength from the Holy Ghost that's getting ready to be sent into this place. In just a few moments, the Holy Ghost is going to come down in this place. And when it comes, it's going to bring an awakening. And it's going to bring strength. And you're going to walk out of here. You're going to walk out different. Then you came in, you're going to walk out with an anointing from God to make it another day. Your troubles will not get you. Your trials cannot, it can't stop them. The devil can't stop a praiser. I don't praise God because I feel strong. I praise Him because my praise produces a strength. It's an offspring of praise. It's strength. God will give you strength for your journey. He'll strengthen your weak hands and confirm your feeble knees. If you're weak in your body or spirit, the worst thing, the worst thing you can do is sit there and not praise God. Amen. You need to praise him. Amen. I didn't say you should. I didn't say you could. I didn't give you permission to. I said you need to praise him. Because the joy of the Lord is my strength. There's something that happens. There's a supernatural transaction that happens. When in the middle of my trial, I find a way, God, I love you. God, I trust you. God, I worship you. God, I give you glory. I'm not praising you from my strength. I'm praising you because that's all I got left. And somehow, the hope, you know, I'm preaching you the truth. You know, I'm telling you the truth. You know, there's some of you that you wouldn't have overcome if it hadn't been for your praise. Oh, do I have a witness here? Do I have a witness of anybody that's been through a trial? And you didn't know how, but you found a way to praise him. And God breathed enough strength. Do I, come on, let me, wave your hand. If you made it through some stuff, because you're a praiser. Now I want you to look around. And I want you to see this cloud of witnesses. And if you're sitting here and you're wondering if you can make it, you can make it, but you'll make it if you're a worshiper. You ought to just raise your hand and begin to glorify God and praise Him. If He did it for them, He'll do it for you. If He did it before, He'll do it again. Offspring is something praise produces. I know the clock watchers. You counted how many sons he had, and you know where I'm at. It's Burrito 30, and I'm still not there. The third offspring that praise produced was a young man by the name of Shelah. The name Shelah means a request or a petition, a prayer. Does anybody here have any requests that you've been asking God for a long, long time? You have some prayers that you've been looking to God for, and it seems like maybe he's going to turn a blind eye. Can I tell you, That one of the greatest companions to prayer is praise. So much so that when the disciples said, Lord, teach us to pray. The first thing they said that the Lord told them was our Father who art in heaven. Hallowed be thy name. He said, if you really want to pray right, you got to begin your prayers with praising the heavenly Father. Hey, I'm gonna tell you that there's a something that prayer that praise produces in the life of a Christian, and that is power in prayer. Your praise adds power. Man, that's a lot of peace. Your praise adds power to prayer. Amen. There's something about somebody that when they're in prayer, all of a sudden they turn their eyes to heaven, and in the middle of their request. And in the middle of their petition, they begin to say, God, I thank you. Because you're a prayer answering God. Lord, I thank you. Because you're a healer and you're a deliverer. Amen. Don't ever, my God, I'm starting to feel something. Don't ever forget that when Jesus walked up to the tomb of his dead friend Lazarus, He didn't walk up to the tomb and say, oh God, what am I going to do? He didn't walk up to the tomb and say, I'll never survive this. He opened his mouth and the first thing he said at the tomb of Lazarus was, Father, I thank you that you always hear me when I pray. There was something about praise. There was... There was something about a praise being joined with that prayer that stirred the dead inside the tomb. There was something about that praise being added with that prayer that got dead bones moving and dead bodies. There's there's something that happens in a church when while we're asking, God, I thank you because you still bring people back. I wish somebody that had somebody I wish a parent that had a lost child that's lost in sin that's dead in a devil's grave but you got to praise in your heart God bring my boy back God bring my boy back God bring my girl back I'm praising you I'm praising you because you still stir dead bones I got to praise him a little bit I got to take some time out because I got some things I've been asking God for. Back in the olden days when the whole world was black and white, I read something in a book, an actual book. And it said that. In ancient days, when the master of a house wanted to send his servant with a request, he would give them the request. And then to signify that it was time to carry out the request, he would clap his hand. I need you to take care of this situation. I need you to handle this. Now, go. Getting a little better. There was something about the clap of the hand with the petition that took it from just a hope to put an action to it. There was something about the clap of the hand that took it from just a wish to something that was actually in motion. Amen. That's why I think that there ought to be some. That's why I do like it when you young men and young ladies are in the prayer room. And out of the blue, all of a sudden I start hearing somebody clapping their hands. Amen. Amen. It's not words. But there's something powerful that happens when praise begins to move in a petition and a request. Oh God. Lord, pour revival out in Bethlehem tonight. God, pour revival out on my children tonight. God, save my home. God, save God save my daddy God bring my brother back God stir up my sister God move and there's something about there's an offspring a praise that happens I don't know why it works but I know that it works I don't know why it does but I know that it does there ought to be a praise that comes if you've got a request and you want to send it to God, you ought to open your mouth, and you ought to send it with a hand clap. God, God I'm not praising you because it's already done, but I'm praising you because I'm putting action to my prayer. Nerd brain got to working a while ago. And I was thinking about, about change that happens, a reaction. And, and in, in chemistry, y'all don't don't go to sleep on me now. In chemistry, if you want a reaction to take place, you gotta get a catalyst. The catalyst, it, it helps move the reaction. Until you get to the end. And what comes from the reaction is called the product. And so you have to have. You, can, can I get a nerd to say praise the Lord? Praise a lot of you that didn't say praise the Lord. I got some news for you. You're a nerd too. You just hadn't realized it yet. But there's a catalyst that gets it going. And then there's the product that is the result of the change that happens. And I got to thinking of that in terms of praise because praise is both the product and the catalyst because you don't just wait till you get the product in your hand and then say, oh, thank God. You got any money? You got any money? You boys got jobs, you ain't got money. Thank you, sir. 10% Ten percent of that.
1: <laughs>
0: it, look, if 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 praise was only the product, then when I when you get it in your hand, then you praise God. You you are so. <laughs> the Bible said he'd take their blessing and give it to another. <laughs> we'll try. I'm gonna give you another chance to win your own money back. When you you get it in your hand, when it's just a product, then once you... There you go. But here's the thing about praise. Praise is not only the product, but praise is a catalyst. That when your hand is empty... See, it's easy to praise with a full hand. But can you praise with an empty hand? It's one thing to look at the product and say, Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. But can you look while the hand is empty and still say, thank you, Jesus. That's when it becomes the catalyst and it begins the reaction. That's what starts it off. I've come to tell, somebody ought to just preach. Somebody ought to just say praise right now. Somebody ought to just preach to your own situation and say, you're turning around in Jesus' name. You're turning around in the name of the Lord. You're changing in Jesus' name. you got to send a praise with your prayer. Anybody got something you really need God to do? Anybody got something you really, I'm not talking about wish, I'm talking about really want God to do. You really need God to do it. Anybody? Come here. All right. Lord, you know what it is. So I'm going to praise you. Before it comes, I'm gonna let my praise send the petition to heaven. I'm gonna let my praise send this to heaven, and then, I'm telling, I believe in God to work miracles from your praise tonight. I believe in God to work miracles from you because praise naturally produces. Somebody give God praise. Amen. Aren't you glad Judah wasn't brother and sister Frank J. Wilson? I'd have seven more kids to preach about. Amen. The next next offspring of praise, the fourth offspring of praise was a boy by the name of Fares. Fares was the one in the line that Jesus Christ came from. If you read the genealogy of Matthew chapter number one, it tells you that Pharez, of the sons of Judah, that Pharez was the line that produced the Christ. The name Pharez, man, I like this one. I like all of them. I like this one too. The name Pharez means a breaking forth or a breakthrough. It means to break something. Amen. Can I tell you with no reservation whatsoever that people who praise God are people that get breakthroughs in their life. Amen. That people that really get a hold of praise, they get a breakthrough that happens. I'm telling you, there there are breakthroughs in this place tonight just waiting on somebody to praise God to give birth to the breakthrough. Your worship, your worship will bring a breakthrough in your life. Your worship, I'm not telling you you have to run these aisles, but I'm telling you it might not be a bad idea. I'm not telling you you have to shout and scream and holler, but I'm telling you if you're really desperate for a breakthrough, you don't care what it takes. But it can be just as simple as you sitting there and clapping your hands. And if that's better than what you've been. But you need a breakthrough. God, I need a breakthrough. God, my family needs a breakthrough. God, my children need a breakthrough. My marriage needs a breakthrough. God, I need something to happen. If you need something to happen, you ought to generate a praise. Because praise gives birth to breakthroughs. I'm preaching to some folks tonight. I'm preaching to some folks that need to recover a level of praise that you've relinquished. Not everybody, but some. Is that all right if I preach to you a little bit? Amen. I wouldn't just sit by. I wouldn't just sit by and watch my marriage disintegrate and not do something about it. I'd do something besides holler and scream and fight. I believe I'd praise till I got a breakthrough. I wouldn't just sit by and watch my children get cold and carnal and worldly. I believe I'd get a praise somewhere deep inside. I don't believe I'd just sit back when I know my heart's getting cold and distant and I don't feel what I used to feel and I don't want what I used to. I don't think I'd just sit back and let myself die on the vine. I believe I'd. if somebody told me I could praise my way to a breakthrough, then by God, I'd begin to worship him. I'd do something. If my mama was lost, I'd praise God for a breakthrough for my mama. Oh God, I'm praying right now. I'm praising. I'm praising for some of your kinfolk that needs to come back and get full of the Holy Ghost. I'm talking about praise produces a breakthrough. You'll break through in the Holy Ghost. You'll break through in faith. You'll break through in joy somebody needs to take it another step somebody needs to really get serious about a breakthrough God I'm hungry, God I'm thirsty God I need it, I need my breakthrough it's something praise produces it's a, there's something that happens in a church that begins to worship God people begin to get convicted the Holy Ghost starts to move I wish somebody to help me praise for a breakthrough for somebody. Come on, you ought to take it to another level. You ought to not let the devil or pride or somebody else dictate the level of breakthrough you get tonight. Praise produces breakthrough. Hallelujah, I'll praise with you. I'll worship with you. I believe God for your breakthrough. God move. God move on His family. God move on His mama. God move on his daddy. I'll praise. Come on, anybody else want to help me? Anybody else want to help me? Praise for a breakthrough. It's one of the offspring of praise. It's something that praise produces in the life of a worshiper. Oh, Jesus. Oh, come on, let's praise Him. Hallelujah. 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 In Jesus name, I'm praying for a breakthrough. I'm praying for a miracle. I'm praising, I'm praising my breakthrough. Something's gotta break. Something's gotta break. Something's got to break. And if something has to break, then I got to praise to produce it. Praise is the catalyst that starts the reaction. So I'll praise on the front end when it looks impossible. I'll praise on the front end when there seems to be no hope. But when I get on the other side, I want to praise again. Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm going to praise God. He's going to Florida to speak at a prison this coming weekend. I'm going to help him praise right now for a breakthrough in the Florida penitentiary. I'm going to pray right now for a Holy Ghost outpouring on those men in that prison. I'm not going to wait till I'm going to give birth to my breakthrough. My praise is going to produce something. Jesus. Don't you ever let the devil tell you your praise doesn't matter? Don't you ever let the devil or denominations tell you that is just noise and it's just emotionalism? That is a lie that's been burped out of the pit of hell. Your praise produces something in the house of God and in the life of the praiser. Your praise, your pra- the Father seeketh such to worship Him. Three people, if two or three people need a breakthrough and you want to run up here, I'll praise with you till you get it. I'll worship with you. I'm not gonna dawdle, I'm not gonna wait around, but if you want it, come on. It's time the Holy Ghost has fallen here. All right, you don't want it, that's okay. There we go. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Come on, God, send a breakthrough. God, send a breakthrough. God, send a breakthrough. God, send a breakthrough. In Jesus' name, send a breakthrough, God. A breakthrough for a family. Yes, Lord. You got to give birth to your breakthrough. You got to produce it with your praise. Oh, somebody ought to help me shout right now. i tell you something, something that's been on my mind for a while. Something, I, I've, I've been, I've started to pray that we would get another level of breakthrough in our Be Free ministry. That God would begin to send more people to our Be Free ministry. That the shackles would break off of them. I wonder if I got any Be Free people that'll help me praise Him for a breakthrough right now. For a breakthrough revival. Birthing something in the Holy Ghost right now. You're producing something in the spirit right now. It's one of the sons of Judah. Our neighbors, to our friends, to our enemies. Send it all over North Mississippi, God. Send it to Oxford and Holly Springs and New Albany. God, send revival to Blue Mountain and Walnut and Olive Prince. God, send revival all over the state. All over the God, send a breakthrough revival. The the, the last, the fifth son of Judah is a boy by the name of Zerah. Zerah means to arise or to get up, and it means the rising of light like a brand new day. It means to get up. And it means rise, like to rise like a brand new day. Anybody ready to close the book on the darkness of your night and you're ready for the sunshine of a brand new day. The sun always rises on Judah. I said the sun always rises on Judah. Your brand new day comes with your praise. Somebody ought to praise him. Somebody ought to claim your sunrise.
1: battle is over don't wait till the victory is won
2: I'm gonna worship Him I'm gonna praise Him I'm gonna lift Him up There's nobody like Him I worship Him
1: Cause I know I know He will come through I will overcome I will overcome Declare it I will overcome I will overcome Can we prophesy I will overcome I will will. Yes, I will. Yes, I will. Yes, I will. Yes, I will. I will. Yes, 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 I will. My dance, dance will crush Satan.
2: For the victory tonight, I'm thankful that we have the freedom to praise God tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. We've got church Wednesday night, 7:15. We've got her conference Friday and Saturday. Let's be praying and believing that God is going to work in a mighty, mighty way for this week and this weekend. God is just going to move powerfully. Can we do that for a minute? Can we actually pray together as the body let's pray for what's going on this weekend father we thank you for the word of God that was spoken to us and we're praying and believe in God that this will lead us into a new level of revival a new dimension of anointing in our ladies and in our church oh God God we're praying that breakthrough will happen oh God I pray for everybody that comes to this conference this weekend. Let them not leave this place without a touch, a genuine, divine touch from the Lord God Almighty. We pray in the name of Jesus that revival will spark out, that anointing will flow. The anointing that destroys every yoke, let it flow, oh God. Let there be absolute life change, Lord. Healing, empowerment and restoration. Total deliverance. Total healing, God. Let it Come upon us. And Lord, let Sunday be an awakening. Let Sunday, oh God, let let it be a powerful time of revival and harvest and breakthrough in the mighty name of Jesus. Everyone say in Jesus' name. Everyone shout amen. Amen. You can be dismissed tonight in the name of Jesus.